Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Limerick Breast Pumps. Limerick Breast Pumps allow moms to get their milk in comfort and ease. And we will hear more from our sponsor later, but you can always head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check our sponsor page. These sponsors make this podcast possible. So if you ever need anything, please check our sponsor page and see if you can give them any of your business. While you're there, scroll down and enter your email address and we'll send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And you can check out our shop page and our resources page. And uh, we are also on Patreon. And we would love to have you there for our um, mini podcasts and our ad-free episodes and our live Zoom hangouts. And you can check out all of the tiers and the benefits in the link at the top on in the show notes under where, wherever you're listening from. And uh, we're also holding our ongoing giveaway where you can leave reviews all around the internet wherever you can and send us a screenshot and we will send you a goodie bag of stickers and thank you for nursing in public cards and you can send your screenshot along with your address to badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com and should we tell them about babies and bumps yes okay so coming up real fast, surprise, we're going to be in Cincinnati on June 11th. The tour 11th. continues. Yes. The tour continues, everybody. It's, we had so much fun. So now we're going back. So we will be in Cincinnati on June 11th. And we will be in Indianapolis on August 6th. Mm-hmm. Is that the date? I think that's the date. Okay. Um. But you will also, under our Patreon link at the top of the show notes, find the Babies and Bumps link, where we hope you will join us and come visit our table and hang out with us and uh, sp- spread the spread the love or whatever. Spread the love. <laughs> and now Diane has our review of the week. Yes. I'm so thankful for this podcast. I wish I had listened sooner. I enjoy the conversations and expert info. And thank you so much for listening and for finding us whenever you did happen to find us. I love it when people, um, you know, listen during pregnancy, but we get so many people who message us who say, oh, I, you know, I wish I'd found you sooner. I wish I'd found you sooner. Um, So share the podcast with people, you know, if you know that they're pregnant or whatever, if you know that they're planning to breastfeed, share it with them. And, you know, so people can start listening sooner and get the info that they need to hopefully feel confident and, you know, in their journey and get the info for their journey. So, so thank you so much for leaving that for us. And today, yes, thank you. is this from a listener? This is the email from a listener. Got? Yes. A, and a listener emailed me. This was like a month ago. And like, I was just like, can I please use this email in an episode? Because I feel like we haven't talked about sleep in a while. We haven't. We and we do. We try to talk about sleep because it is so closely related to this conversation. It is such a hot topic. And there's so I mean, if it's possible for there to be more misinformation about breastfeeding, it happens in sleep. If it's possible. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um it, it, it we just literally have zero understanding of babies and sleep. And 
poor babies, man. They are really getting like put through the ringer. They do, man. They get I, a bad rap. Yeah, I can't even. It's it's not unbelievable how like so many people are up in arms about baby sleep. Nobody stops to think like maybe we're wrong. Yeah. That's a good point about this. Like all yeah. of these baby, no baby is acting the way we think they should. So maybe really we're wrong good about point. what they're supposed to be doing. And we'll just, I mean, here, and on top of it, we'll just create like a whole profession of people who come in and do all these weird things to your baby to try to get them to sleep. I'm talking about sleep trainers. I let me tell this story because I a couple of weeks ago, and of course I told you this, but a couple of weeks ago I had somebody that was texting me. She's a client of mine here who I helped with both her kids. And she was like, her son is like five months old, and she's like, the sleep trainer wants me to to cut back on night feeds. And I'm like, what? Well, she thinks that he'll do, you know, he'll be able to sleep longer stretches if I cut back on night feeds, but I feel really comfortable with what we're doing right now. We are kind of in a good place and I don't know. I just don't feel good about it. And I'm like, and it was during a time where I was like, it it was just like not a good time. I had like a lot of stuff going on and I was like, and I know this person well enough that I was like, it's going to mess everything up. Like I normally wouldn't come right out and say that to somebody, but I was like her, I know. So I was like, it's, it's going to mess everything up. Because it's like, how can you, how can you come in and be like, oh, I don't think your baby needs to eat. So let's cut out that feeding at five months old. Like that's. No, 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 you can't do even that. even the mom was like, just, I don't feel like this is right. Food from a baby. <laughs> I know. Just because they're hungry at an hour that you're, it's inconvenient for you. And she was very much like she obviously didn't want to do that either. And I think she just needed somebody else to tell right. her it was yeah, okay yeah. to say no. And it's like, that was just, no, uh, why would, why are we doing this to them? I don't understand. I don't understand why we're trying to make them comply with what our lives are. Right. Because it doesn't well, because, work like that. Because of capitalism, because we have to work. Because we have to organize our lives around this 40-hour work week. If we're lucky, you know, God forbid you have a job that's like a night shift or something that's really going to, you know, it's already so unnatural and then messing with the, with the pretend normal. Right. And so people are, people have to get up and go to work. People have to function during the day because we shut everything down at night. And we need everything done during the day. And so people are desperate. I mean, that's why these people have these jobs, right? I mean, people are desperate for this. For this intervention to try to get their baby to sleep through the night. Because, because first of all, we say like sleep through the night. Like it's a phrase, like it's normal. Which mm-hmm. it's not. Even for adults. And... You know, one of the things I was going to mention later on was uh, this article by that Nancy Moorbacher wrote about, you know, does your baby really need to eat during the night? And she talks about a whole bunch of different things like um, breast storage capacity, mm-hmm. you know, which is something that we talked about recently. 
But if your breast doesn't hold very much milk at a time, and we're concentrating and we're trying to focus on how much your baby is eating in a 24-hour period, if you cut out, start cutting out night feeds and your baby actually nurses frequently through the night, I mean, like, your baby is literally going to, like, not be getting enough to eat. It's, I mean, it's, it's so dangerous. I've had some people come to me and tell me the pediatrician said the baby's not gaining as well as they need to. And this is when the baby's like, you know, four or five, six months. Yeah. The baby's not gaining as well. Stopped gaining as well. Okay. And then like 10 minutes later, they're like, oh, the pediatrician thinks the baby should be sleeping all night. Well, that doesn't make any sense. They want the baby to gain weight, but they want the baby to sleep longer stretches. Right. They want, like, they want, so we're, see, they want the baby to sleep 12 hours. I got to read this email. <laughs> Keep talking about this. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Alluding <laughs> to me, this magical email that we haven't read yet. Yeah. Let me read, let me read this email. It is straight up something that was told to me, too. It is not unusual. It's not like, oh my God, look at this crazy thing that this person experienced. This is like a normal day at a pediatrician's office. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see. I'm currently breastfeeding my 21-month-old daughter, my fourth child. I breastfed my other children for 16 months, and this is the longest. I've nursed, and my goal... I'm sorry. This is the longest I've nursed, and my goal is age two or self-weaning. My question is, my 21-month-old still doesn't sleep through the night. She bed shares with me, has her whole life and gets up about every two or three hours to nurse. She doesn't fully wake up, but she fusses and looks for a nipple. She nurses to sleep, and then Wat will nurse every two or three hours throughout the night. But during the day, she doesn't really have interest in nursing, except at nap times. Our pediatrician is obviously not an expert on sleep or breastfeeding, but he always just comments, hmm, that's strange. She should be sleeping through the night and doesn't need to eat at night. Should I be concerned that she's nursing like this? Okay. So the way that this child is nursing is fucking normal. So how old is this This baby again? 21 months old. Okay. Pretty typical. That is extremely typical. Nursing every two, three, two, especially, I mean, there's all kinds of things to talk about, right? We're talking about um, newborn babies that pretty much nurse around the clock. And there's something about a newborn nursing at night where we're like, okay, that's fine. We get it. You're brand new. But even then we complain. But we definitely complain. Yeah. And like complaining is allowed. Like, oh, because absolutely. it's very, you know, because it's, but, 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 but the complaining is often because we just don't understand. We go, I mean, I remember my own newborn, my first newborn, when I, you know, I'd be nursing him, he'd be falling asleep, and then I would try to put him down in a little bassinet and he would wake up. Like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Something's yeah. wrong. Why won't he, first of all, why won't he stay asleep without my nipple in his mouth? And like, why does he keep waking up? He can't sleep. 
What's wrong with him? Something is wrong with this baby that they're not sleeping. Um, we just don't understand that like babies don't sleep like that. And there's so many, so many reasons why. The f- one of the many is as they get older, we expect them to start like the older they get, we expect them to just get closer to adulthood behavior. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But actually, that's not how things go. Like they will actually start nursing more frequently during the night because they are they're developing. You know, they're dur- they're busy during the day, they're they're doing things, they're learning things, they're they're not that interested in in nursing during the day. Maybe just a little bit, but then it, and then people go, "Oh my god, they're not eating." And then you go, "Well, how how much do they eat at night?" "Oh, all night." Okay. So so yeah, so that's when they're that's when they're making up for it. And that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of this is like annoying and inconvenient because we have to get up and go to work, because we have to get up and function. Um, when, you know, we're actually not made to do that. We're actually made to have babies and lie around, nurse those babies and have people take care of us. But but that's we don't get to do that in, you know, modern America or modern anywhere, really. No. I used to have people like when I worked in the pediatric office, you know, it would be like their first or second appointment with the baby. So we're talking maybe a week or two old, if that. And they'd be like, so when do they sleep longer? It's like, I don't want to tell you never, but close to never. (laughs) It's going to take a little bit. And we just don't want to hear that, right? Like, we just don't want to think that that's actually going to be a thing. And then you have those situations where maybe they will sleep longer, stretches, and that'll be like once or twice. You know, it's very inconsistent. Their sleeping patterns are very, very inconsistent. Yeah. So, because you can enter into a phase where they're sleeping, uh, you know, you know, my pediatrician told me that my baby should be sleeping 12 hours a night. And I think that if you have a child that sleeps 12 hours a night, that you should be worried. And I, I'm, I'm sort of kidding, but like, but like, who the fuck sleeps 12 hours a night? It's a lot. I mean, unless a child's been sleep trained, I would imagine that that may, might happen. I've just never heard of a baby going to sleep and sleeping 12, 12 hours. I think I'm like hour 10. I'd be like, are you hello? I'd be like poking him awake. Yeah, I'd be so worried. And actually, Nancy Morbacher says in this article um, that if you're on like hour eight of sleeping, you're going to have to start thinking about emptying this breast. Mm hmm. You know, because you don't want I don't know. Yeah, I know you're a lactation consultant, too. I'm just referring to this article. Do you agree with that? I mean, I would think you'd get a little uncomfortable, you know? Right. You're going to start getting engorged. Yeah, you're going to start getting full and uncomfortable. And I would think, yeah, you might want to get the baby up or something if that's happening. Right. I mean, if you have one of the things to remember, too, right now is if you have a baby that sleeps well, 
that does not mean that there's something wrong with your baby. Babies are not the same. They're not. They are not the same. And just because somebody else's baby slept longer than your baby is sleeping doesn't mean there's something wrong with your baby and vice versa. Like everybody does their own thing. I mean, we've got even in our house, like my husband sleeps, does not sleep as long as I sleep. It doesn't make him a freak. Just makes him different than me. Like they're different. And because someone's baby slept for 12 hours does not mean that everybody's baby has to sleep for 12 hours. I don't even know where this 12 hour thing came from. Exactly. Where did this come like from? Why up? did this become the magic number? It's totally made up. It's totally. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's made up. <laughs> if, if a baby is sleeping for 12 hours, I mean, you have an extreme outlier of a baby. That mm-hmm. is not at all what you would ever expect a baby to do. And they're not going to do it Again, forever. there's so I'm many. Sorry. They're not. And that's the thing. Yeah, they could be doing it because we say like, oh, well, the baby's been sleeping this long and now they're not sleeping that long. They're regressing. Now, I have used the word regressing, but I honestly don't even believe that's a thing. I don't no. believe that babies regress. This Absolutely is not. how I development happens. It's not a straight line from here all the way up here. It looks more like, you know, the jagged... Um, I don't know. I've looked, you know, I feel like we've all been exposed to like COVID, the COVID yeah. pandemic, like, um, you know, the outbreaks or whatever. And there's like a big spike and then it goes down and then there's spike, 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 spike. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's how it looks. That's that is growth. That is how growth happens. Growth does not happen in this beautiful straight line. It doesn't with anything. I mean, I think about me doing karate. You know, you learn some stuff and then, you know, you're like, well, I, I know this and I'm just like, I keep messing up and I've already learned this. And then, you know, you start, then you start growing, you know, growing again. And then you're like, okay, I've really got it down now. And it, it's like nothing ever happens in like a straight line. So that's just how it is. And if you have a baby that's, like I said, if you have a baby that's sleeping 12 hours or really long stretches, you just count your blessings because you are lucky. That is just not how it happens for most people. Mm-mm. And we could talk about more reasons why, because we just we talked be- about right now. I mean, the only reason that I, the, the only like actual kind of reason that we're talking about so far is just the feeding we're just talking about feeding through the night right where people say well Mm -hmm. they don't need to feed through the night but they do they do we we can't we can't deny you start messing with the feedings through the night because it's inconvenient for you and you're going to run into trouble with them gaining weight right and that's bad that's really bad Should we take a break? And so, yeah, we'll take a break and talk about more stuff. We got more stuff. We got plenty more stuff. <sighs> All right. We have a new sponsor. Welcome, we Limerick. We'll be right back. Yeah. The pain, the stress, the worry. I'm talking about anxiety caused by breast pumping. But there's good news because today's show is brought to you by Limerick Breast Pumps. Limerick allows moms to get their milk in comfort and ease. So moms have less stress and better results. 
Limerick breast pumps use the softest, most comfortable breast cups on the market. They have patented comfort touch technology that mimics the way your baby nurses and are all FDA qualified with the highest safety rating. Unlike other cups, which are hard, complicated, and a pain to find the right size, Limerick Limerick's cups are made of naturally soft medical grade silicone that forms to all moms unique shape and size, making them one size so they get the most comfortable fit. Plus, Limerick's pumps are the only pump to offer a micron filter, which is cleaner overall. No bacteria, viruses, or fluid enter the motor of the pump. Mom and baby are protected in the safest environment, all of which means moms get more milk and less stress. Check out the entire line at limerickinc.com. That's Limerick Inc. L I M E R I C K I N C dot com and use code badass for 25% off of your purchase. And our sponsor for today and the promo code can be found in our show notes under this episode, wherever you are listening from. And you can also head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com where you will find our sponsors on our sponsor page and you will also find all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. So what do you so, think? Yeah, so we talked about feeding through the night. And whether or not we think babies actually need to feed through the night. And if we're talking about a 24-hour period and how we're measuring milk and then we take breast storage capacity into, co- into consideration, babies do need to, to, to eat through the night. And that's just the nutrition part that we're talking about. Now we can talk about, like, let's talk about their brains and how their brains are developing. And... We have, this is all connected. Like we can't, we can say, I mean, we'll talk about these in, in like sections, but like it's all connected. The reason that we, one of the reasons that we make, we make breast milk in our bodies, very thin and easily digestible is so that the baby will wake up again soon to feed because babies' brains are not developed enough yet to go into that deep sleep for a really long time. That is not safe for them. And that is something why these things that, that we do when we interfere with our babies and try to keep them into longer, deep stretches of sleep, this is why these are called SIDS risks. Because they're not ready to be doing that. And if you have a baby that's waking through the night, a baby or a toddler... They're doing that because they're supposed to be doing that. Babies just do Mm -hmm. what they're supposed to do. They don't know anything else. They're just doing what their body's telling them to do. And in the beginning, especially really young babies, even older babies, are, are, are waking up because they need to come, they need to, they need to wake up. They're waking up because they need to wake up because they need to stay out of that deep sleep. And so they feed and then they go to sleep and then they very quickly digest that milk and then they wake up again. Now, again, all babies are different. And so that time will vary based on various things, but they are not 
ready to safely go into a long, deep sleep. And they, and they will. They will when they're ready. And that happens at different times for everybody. Yeah. I mean, my kids were ta- like small children, like three, three, three or four when they stopped waking up to nurse in the night. And I, and I, at that point I, they would wake up and I would say, okay, we're going to nurse for one minute and then I'm going to put my arm around you because I didn't feel like having them just like sitting on my breast all night (laughs) anymore. It had been going on for years. And so we did that and we started to create some of those boundaries and that, that was kind of the beginning of the end of that. So, you know, there's, once they get to a certain age, you can kind of interfere, interfere, intervene. Um, but they get up even then, if they're not nursing too, well, yeah, though. Right. I mean, you if know, they're not like, nursing, if they're bottle fed or whatever, they're still going to wake up. I remember my kids would like sleep. They were pretty good sleepers as babies, but you have to remember though, my twins slept together. So they had each other. So they had that comfort of having each other, but I remember them sleeping pretty good, but then once they hit like two, they would be up during the night again. And they weren't nursing or eating during the night. They were just up. They would just wake up and need whatever comfort to go back to sleep. It's like they just, like you said, their bodies just do what they do. You can't like control it. Right. I I, lock them in their room. They would just get up and wander around. You're like, oh, shoot. Once <laughs> they were out of their re- crib. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Remember that that age where like they go from you put them in bed and they start being able to move around and then they just get out of bed. You're like, oh, fuck. I know. Yeah. They don't do it. Just come and find me. Anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I remember people like I way more sleep when my kids were in cribs than I did when they at, were toddlers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember the very first time that they that happened is I, I feel like I heard something or something and I opened the door to find like Jack just standing there or actually I don't even know who it was but like I opened the door and we saw each other and we were like ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god oh my god he walks yeah it's like a finding a monster in your house or something oh my god I know I was um looking around on the internet because I wanted to see what some kind of like, you know, sleep trainers and stuff were saying about sleep. Um, And I found a page where this person, by the way, if you look up like sleeping through the night or I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's what I searched. You will find. I mean, I, I can't even there are so many sleep trainers out there. It's unbelievable. But the one you had taught you, not your baby, which yeah. I think is a huge difference than teaching Absolutely. your baby. Because a lot of the a lot of the sleep trainers, like the the stuff that I see, is like, we'll help you get a good night's sleep by training your baby. And it's like, it doesn't make it about the baby at all. This isn't even about the baby anymore. Yeah, it's 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 all it's all about you not understanding how the baby is supposed to work. Right. Once we understand how the baby works, then then we just know what's normal and what's not. But there's so many sleep trainers. And that's right. Rebecca Miki is a completely different breed of sleep trainer. And maybe there's other ones out there like her. I don't know. 
Um, but uh, I was actually going to say too that she has lots of really great posts on social media. She's um, children's underscore sleep underscore consultant. But you can also, I think if you just type in Rebecca Miki and Miki is M-I-C-H-I. She has a lot of really great posts like. Um, so she has this one like normal sleep. Most children under a year wake more than twice a night and need help getting back to sleep. Now, now that's like a really unusual thing for a sleep trainer to say. Right. You know. And right. she is just like, because she just understands how sleep works. Okay, my dogs are in here now fighting. Oh, jeez. Get out! Um, but I found this one sleep trainer who, who, who listed like five reasons your baby's not sleeping through the night or something. And I wanted to read it because it's like... <laughs> okay, let me just read it. The number one reason. They don't know how to fall asleep independently for naps and bedtime. That's the number one reason that your baby is not sleeping through the night is because they don't know how to fall asleep independently for naps and bedtime. I, I don't even, I'm like already don't even know what that means. I know. But here's what she says. This is the number one reason your baby isn't sleeping well at night. Not knowing how to fall asleep on their own for naps and bedtime is the single most likely reason your child isn't sleeping well at night. If a child doesn't know how to go, from being 100% awake and alert to 100% asleep, 100% on their own with no help from a caretaker, caretaker or sleep props of any kind. They simply will not have the skill set to access when they wake up overnight to put themselves back to sleep without help. Thankfully, sleep training resolves this issue quite quickly. How? I mean, this just makes me, this makes my stomach hurt. Mm -hmm. Your baby is supposed to know how to go from being 100% awake to 100% asleep, 100% on their own with no help from a caretaker. I mean, this is a baby. I can't do that. <laughs> you know, like, seriously. Yes. But like, if this is, why did you have a baby? Like, don't we have babies to, like, love and nurture? And care for? But like, yeah, like, uh, now we're expecting it to go from asleep to asleep with no help from a caretaker. What? What are you here for, then? Right. That is just not normal, and that's just gross. That's gross to me. And, and anybody who, that, who uses the word skill set and baby in the same <laughs> sentence... Like what? Makes me visualize like a little baby with like a little uh I don't know, tool belt on or something like it's doing like some boss kind of baby. skill. Have you seen yeah. Boss Baby? Yeah. yeah I've seen the like, pictures, but I have never saw the yeah. The movie's actually really good. I cried at the end. Aw. Out of sweetness. It's just so fucking sweet. And it's such a good movie. Anyway. Um I, I, I just can't. I, 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 like I said, this makes my stomach hurt. But I want to know how they do that. How do they teach a baby how to do that? How do they, how do I mean, babies acquire that skill set? I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. By systematically ignoring the baby. Yeah. Cuz people exactly. will say I don't do cry it out. Cuz here's what cry it out. Cry it out is we all know cry it out is like you put the baby in the crib, you close the door and you just don't come back. 
the baby mm-hmm. cries and they finally realize that you're not coming and they don't necessarily fall asleep, but they shut down and withdraw. Um, but people call that sleep. <laughs> okay. Um, then, uh, so people will say, well, we don't do that. No, that's cruel. Yeah, yeah. So then we're just going to systematically ignore the baby, which is just let the baby cry for, you know, set periods of time, like, and then go Mm -hmm. in, you know, let him cry for a minute and then go. That's what my, that's what the pediatrician told me to do. She was like, you can just put him in the crib. And then, you know, on the first night you just let him cry for like a minute and then you go in. And then you do that for a couple of days and then two minutes and then go in and then, you know, <laughs> I don't know. And I'm sure I know that these sleep trainers, first of all, if Rebecca Miki is not the only educated sleep trainer out there, that's great. I mean, I hope that there are people out there that are, you know, who are spreading like the education about, um, Sleep and and this is I I I remember talking to Rebecca too because I met her when I we used to go to these conferences and she would do these um like these little uh you know like a a round table or whatever with people you could sign up and they'd go around the room and people would ask her questions about sleep and she said a lot of times by the time we got to the end of the table those people didn't have any more questions their questions mm-hmm. had already been answered. And it was just because people don't understand sleep and not necessarily we just don't understand babies and they don't, you know, they're just like waking up and just let it be a free for all. Like we don't understand sleep. We need to learn about sleep. We need to learn about how the brain makes melatonin and how the daily activities affect, you know, the the being able to fall asleep at night and being able to sleep through the night. And I and I, I really can't get into all that right now, like because that's a whole thing. Um, maybe we can have Rebecca Miki on again and talk about that. Um, but, you know, that's, that is how we make a difference and how we get more comfortable with the sleeping patterns of our baby is when we learn about sleep. But, but, the, but, the, but the waking is something that, that you can't eliminate the waking because this is this is a normal and needed developmental thing. Know what I I'm remember, saying? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> the, I remember being in high school and I went to a Catholic high school, so we had theology. And my theology teacher, oh. I can't remember if I was like a junior or a senior, would always make comments about sleeping and how, I mean, I don't remember exactly what he would say, but I know it kind of alluded to the fact of like, basically, it's weird that you're unconscious for several hours at a time <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, you're right. We just don't understand it. Like, we don't understand yeah. it. We don't understand how it works. We don't understand why it's happening, why it's not happening. Why are all these sleep aids around? Like, why do we need all this stuff? Like. It just, it's crazy. Some people sleep longer than other people. Some people don't sleep that much at all and can function. Some people need way more hours than other people need. Like, it's just, you know, there's yeah, you sleep know, diseases or sleep doctors. I know somebody who's yeah. a sleep doctor. Like, well, 
it's just well there are like, sleep disorders like there are sleep mm-hmm. disorders just like there are disorders of everything else right yeah so i mean absolutely that's not if that's something that's happening to you then you will be very hard to understand yeah, yeah 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 it is yeah i do I, babies I, I mean come on they're babies like why do we expect them to do this i just it's just so strange to me exactly and throughout history adults haven't slept like this either like sleeping sleeping eight or ten hours in a row at night is not how humans have historically slept we've had people we haven't been able to we've had we've had people needed to be up at night to watch for like predators We've had people up at night, you know, taking shifts through the night to do that, to take care of the babies, to to, you know, take care of the village. You know, we don't we we weren't biologically designed to sleep the way that we sleep. And so then we don't it's like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep at 10 o'clock at night and wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. I mean, who, who does that unless you like fell asleep on some drugs or something? <laughs> like it's not normal for your body to do that right i like this one thing on the um on the internet that i found too and i can't even it was like the it was like the um little snippet of an article underneath it, it mm-hmm. it's like it was from the guardian i read it it was you know it was fine it wasn't something that i felt like i needed to like open or keep open for the for the episode but um it, it's called why don't babies sleep through the night and the little snippet is um so the short answer to this question is that babies don't sleep through the night because they can't <laughs> the end the end yeah. mm-hmm. and i just thought that was great and I've, we haven't even talked about things like illness teething developmental milestones or changes in routine or changes in dynamics in household that we don't even think affect babies but do I mean, mm-hmm. these all are things that, that affect sleep. Um, and yeah, so that's what I've got. Oh, my God, there's so much. I know there's so much to even more to talk about. Um, but basically, if your baby is sleeping, if your baby is only sleeping a few hours at a time, that's, that's normal. That is perfectly perfectly normal might not be and convenient for you no, but it's normal it's annoying it's very annoying and it's, it's exhausting no one can deny that but there's nothing wrong with your baby right which hopefully brings you some some relief and your doctor if the pediatrician says like the baby is supposed to be sleeping these weirdly long hour stretches you know just it's okay to just smile and nod Okay. Go right. I, Thank because you. Like, it's so funny too. Like if the baby is just waking up, it's like <laughs> obviously it's something that they're supposed to do. Is yeah. a pediatrician just going like, "Hmm, that's weird. They should just stay asleep for twelve hours." I'm so I'm I'm confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they're not. That's right. the answer. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.